Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. All right, here we go. Here we go. First of all, I would like to talk about language, and we need to stop participating in the left's language abuse entanglements and all this stuff. Mike Slater this morning on my way into work was talking about this lady, CNN, talking about Christian nationalists. There's no such thing as Christian nationalists, okay? And the way they use that term, this is how she describes a Christian nationalist, okay? Anybody who thinks their rights do not come from Congress or or a political entity or earthly things, but it comes from God. If that's the case, then yes, I'm a Christian nationalist. My rights come from God. It says so. I mean, come on. Constitution. Yeah. So, um, our founding fathers put that in there. Our, we, our rights, inalienable rights come from God. Our, yes, freedom, God. So, but she, she is saying that Christian nationalists believe that. And we, in other words, we don't believe in government control, which is true. (laughs) But she's saying it like it's a bad thing. Just like Joe Biden took the term MAGA Republicans and he's trying to make it. And in fact, he probably has made it out like a terrorist group. MAGA Republicans, bad. And even the Republicans are against MAGA Republicans. That's how the left does us. So we need to knock that crap off right now. Anytime you hear Christian nationalists, you somebody you need to correct them. We need to correct this. Christian nationalists is not a bad term. They're just Christians, period. Just be wary, be on the lookout, be aware. Okay, we're going to move on, and I have a confession to make. I have I have wrangled with this to tell you or not, but I'm going to tell you. <sighs> I have participated in the Botox injections. There, I said it. However, I have decided to stop doing it. And here for health reasons, because, you know, I do have autoimmune issues and injecting poison into your face probably isn't a good idea. So I have stopped doing it. I think the last time I did it was around uh, gosh, I was going to say November, October, but that's not right either. It was before that because because that's when my next injection was supposed to be, but I canceled it back in November, October. So about three months before that. So what, August probably I had the last time I had it. And I've probably had six, six appointments over the last three years, two years maybe, that I've had injection Botox. So I've stopped doing it. I've decided to age gracefully, I guess. Well, maybe not gracefully. (laughs) I'm not a graceful person if you haven't uh, observed that by now. I try to be, but I'm just not. 
I just need to accept that about myself. But I have decided to go ahead and age naturally. And uh, that's the way it's going to be. No more injections because of my autoimmune. So, um, but having said that, I am a glamour junkie. I'm a beauty junkie. I'm a, I'm a age, anti-aging product junkie. And there I said it. So, do straws actually cause lip wrinkles? A plastic surgeon reveals the answers. So, <laughs> here's the thing. You know, back in the day, some of you young'uns might not remember this, but back in the day when people smoked cigarettes, especially women, they were like, oh, you shouldn't smoke cigarettes. You know, puffing on a cigarette is going to cause wrinkles around your mouth. You're going to get those wrinkles around your, around your lips and your mouth. And so now we're saying it about straws and all the little Stanley Cup drinkers with their straws uh, better watch out. However, I have realized, I have discovered there is a new product in straws because I like to sip out of straws because I have sensitive teeth. So I do sip out of a straw. So I did not know there was an anti-aging straw out there. At first, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to get the Stanley tumbler just to get the straw that matches it. It's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. I just want to get the straw to try it. And I put it out on my X-File. There's a couple of different uh, designs in the anti-aging straw. This is real, y'all. I'm not joking. <laughs> I put <clears throat> I put some pictures down below the link that I put on my X-File, the pictures of these straws. And I am going to get one to try it. Now, I'm not going to get a Stanley tumbler. As much as I, um, I'm starting to cave and I kind of want one now, but I'm not going to do it. But I might get these straws to try. The viral Stanley Tumblr is currently one of the hottest status symbols across the U.S. as a new generation of mindful, health-conscious young adults clamor for the coolest way to stay hydrated. Oh, God. You don't need a Stanley Cup to stay hydrated. But even though some of the main selling points of the 40-ounce Stanley Quencher Tumblr are the side handle and straw. Some TikTok users are now warning against drinking repetitively out of the slurping tool for one reason, lip wrinkles. I don't know if this is actually true or not. I don't know if you can really get wrinkles. I think getting wrinkles that way might, is, might be hereditary. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I used to smoke long time ago. I haven't, gosh, I don't, can't remember. I can't, I don't know how long it's been since I quit smoking. Um, probably, we'll see, we were married in 2008 and I know I still smoked then. I'm going to say, I'm going to guess 2010, I probably stopped smoking. Um, but anyway, I don't smoke any, but I do drink out of a straw. So I know I've gone on and on about this way too long, but I needed to bring you some glamour. So there you go. On my X-File, do straws actually cause limp wrinkles? I want to know, the men out there, will, will your women buy these types of straws? Now, the first straw looks like it, you know, it comes up and then it looks like it has an upside-down triangle on it. And then the second straw is just kind of looks like a C at the top. And I honestly don't know how these work, but uh, they give a little demonstration here. I am going to get one of these straws. I've got to try it. i got to try it to see. 
All right, moving on to pop culture. Do you remember Carmen Electra? I'm sure you older gentlemen do. She has officially changed her name to Carmen Electra <laughs> after all these years. And here's, you're going to find something else interesting about her. The 51-year-old Baywatch stars request to legally change her birth name, Tara Lee Patrick, to her famous stage name in the eyes of the law has officially been granted according to court documents obtained by Tuesday by TMZ. Why, after all these years, she has decided to officially change it, I don't know. The outlet was the first to report the electorate uh, filed for the name change on December 29th, 2023, because she wanted a fresh start in the new year. Okay, Carmen. Uh, she actually got the name, Prince named her that. I guess she was auditioning for a dance group or something for Prince. Prince's record label, I don't know. But uh, he saw her dance and he said, that's Electra," And so her name became Carmen Electra. She, um, at first I thought it sounded kind of like a superhero <clears throat> type name, which actually it is. So I, w I was hesitant, but it just sort of grew on me. And that's it, Electra added. In 2022, the sex symbol joined OnlyFans to have creative control of doing whatever I want to do. Why do you need to join OnlyFans to have creative control over what you do? Can't you do that anyway without OnlyFans? What I realized is that OnlyFans is a safe place where you can be your own creator, she told Fox News Digital. Is it? As Jeffy would say, is it? Uh, I'm sure Jeffy's probably going to, has probably already talked about this on his podcast i'm sure she noted that she is her own creative director her own stylist and her own visionary why can't you do that on a different platform why do you have to do why do you think you can only do that on OnlyFans? that's my question so you're the one you're the you're one-on-one -on -one with the fans so they can do requests, and I love it. It can be really, really fun, the former Playboy model explained. And I've had a blast creating photos, getting fo getting videos, and just allowing my fans to follow me wherever I go on these journeys in my life. That's exactly what I wanted to do. God bless her. Mm -mm -mm. She also revealed the surprising request she gets most from her loyal subscribers. It's funny to me because I get a lot of requests for my feet. And it cracks me up, she giggled. People want to see feet. There's just one, there's just wild obsession with feet. So, of course, yes. Okay, great. Do you want to see my feet? I'll just grab my phone. Oh, my Lord. I put that out there on my X-File if you would like to read that. Okay, so, um, gosh, I had a question of the day. Oh, I know what my question of the day was going to be. Uh, it's kind of weird, so bear with me. I was going to read some headlines. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm, I don't like that question of the day. I was going to read some headlines and then ask you which one sounded the most interesting. But I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. Let me pause this and I will think of a question of the day. All right, here it goes. Pretty random and out of nowhere. What is your favorite sport to watch? Is it football, college football, pro football, baseball? Is it basketball? What is your favorite sport to watch? Mine, I think, would probably be college football. Uh, I hate everything basketball. 
hate, hate, hate. However, <laughs> uh, several years ago, the Tennessee girls college basketball state championships, or I don't know what it was, national championships. I don't know. And it was, I think it was Pat Summerall, I think was her coach. I think was the name, I think is her name. She's, I don't think she's li- living any, any longer. I think that was her name. She was the coach. And the gent suggested that I watch it with him. We, I guess he wanted to watch it and I didn't want to watch it. But anyway, he, he put it on the TV. And I actually sat there and watched it with him and it was kind of enjoyable. But it was girls college basketball. Anyway, I think my favorite sport to watch is college football. But growing up in my house, in my grandpa, in my grandparents' house, it was Cincinnati Reds baseball all the time. All the time. It was baseball, baseball. My grandpa loved baseball. He played for a minor league, you know, for a little while when he was young. Um, he loved baseball. So it was Cincinnati Reds, and it was with uh, Pete Rose and Johnny Bench. Was it Jose? Can- no, no, no. What's a, uh, not Jose? Can- Is it Jose? No. Uh, Ger- remember the Geronimo? Oh my gosh. Lots of fun. And I would like to try to get back into bed because I remember when it was on TV, I enjoyed watching it as a kid, but now that I've grown and I watched a little bit of it, you know, young adult, when my kids were first born, watched, we still watched a little bit of it. I don't know. Could I watch it now? Has it changed so much? Boy Blob could probably tell me because I think he likes to watch a lot of baseball. Has it changed a lot? I mean, you know, I don't know if the rules have changed or what's happening in baseball nowadays. Is it fun to watch? I think I would maybe like, I don't even know what season it is. Nowadays with sports, you don't even know what season it is anymore with all these extended things. And is there a baseball season anymore? Okay. I know I have rambled on long enough. My goodness. Okay, sorry, y'all. Gotta go. My name is Carol, and these are my remarks. Thank you. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy!